How do you know when it's time to make a change in what you're doing? Ever wish life had a... <clears throat> ever wish life had an undo... Ever wish life had an undo button? With over 30 years experience in the creative industry, Matt and Dylan spill their secrets and share their insights about business and design. All to try to save you an undo. This is the Command Z Show. Presented by Made by Things and Mingus Design. There it is. We're done. It's like stomp. Yeah. I miss stomp. That was really cool for like a couple years, and then all of a sudden everyone stopped paying attention to it. It was awesome, and I got into just getting drumsticks out and banging on stuff again. It was a nice revival. And then just a couple of years back, my buddy Doc Reed from Charlotte, he sent me some drumsticks as we talked about oh, that. That's fun. So, yeah. Nice. I, I've been doing this weird thing since I, since I was 16. This sounds weird. <laughs> I've been doing this really weird thing since I was 16. Whenever I got my first car, I started tapping on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've just, I'm like... I'll get crazy, like, with the tapping on the steering wheel. Like, we'll drive to, like, for 15 hours, and I'll be, like, tapping on the steering wheel the whole time. Uh, and I never realized how long I've been doing that for until recently. Where I'm like, I really get crazy with it. Like, each finger is, like, its own, like, little instrument so you're, kind of thing. We got to go there. So you're you're keeping palms on the wheel, but doing the finger tap? Or are you doing, like, the, the slap? Uh, both. Depending on the song, man. If I'm really into it, the whole hand okay. comes off. It's uh, Yeah. We're going crazy with it, but I'm, I'm, tr- um, I'm with you. I do the same thing. Do you? Yeah. Nice. I don't know. You just, I love driving. It's fine. You got, I got that eyesight feature in the new Subarus and, uh, you can literally take your hands off the wheel for several seconds, <laughs> several hours. <laughs> I mean, I mean literally for like, I think it's close to 30 seconds. You can take your hands off the wheel with the steering, uh, assist. Wow. It's, cr- it's freaky. You can turn on the, uh, cruise control. Huh and the steering assist and stop participating it's crazy how much of your book did you read on your way to work today most of it (laughs) that's 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 good uh anyway so we we have uh, a little bit of news here and before we get into our question this is going to be the last episode of season one and we're going to change some stuff up here soon and it kind of pertains to the question we have but uh Things are going to be a little different going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, we don't know exactly what that looks like just yet. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, I we, we have some we have some big ideas. We have some small ideas, and um, we're going to take a couple of weeks at least, uh, regroup and figure out what the future of this podcast looks like. What we do know so far is that we've told a lot of our story, Matt's and mine, about our businesses. And if you are just tuning into this, our 13th podcast, our 13th, 13th episode of this podcast, you uh, you can go back and, and track a lot of different subjects that we've covered that we've got a lot of good feedback about, actually. It's been very nice to hear the comments right. from folks. And again, that's us. So to hint at what might happen is we're interested in what other people are doing and maybe revisiting these topics, but 
revisiting them and leaning into some other people's uh, input, feedback, thoughts. So right. I guess I'll stop there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, more, more to come soon on that. Just stay tuned. And uh, yeah. All right. Let's get into the big question that kind of flows from what we just talked about to kind of what's next. Yeah. So I have a big question for you, Dylan. <clears throat> you ready? I'm ready. You ready for this? I'm ready. How do you know when it's time to make a change in what you're doing? You keep waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning and then 3.15 and then 3.30 a.m. and you can't go back to sleep. <laughs> that's, that's a, it's a sign. There I go with the southern accent again. Interesting. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So well, I, I love ahead. that starting point there of we're talking about the real pain point right there, right off the bat. You know, it's time to make a change when I don't know if you're just kidding here or being serious, but when you can't sleep at night. I'm, I am being serious. Yeah, for real. I, I, uh, my, my wife, Janet, she, she, she giggles about the fact that I fall asleep so fast at night. I mean, within seconds, I'm out. On the same way. Sometimes under 30 seconds, I'm out consistently. However, there's a good chance that I will wake up around four o'clock in the morning, uh, or somewhere around that time. And, and on a good night, I'll fall back asleep. But there's a lot of nights that I just lay there and, think and pray and stew over stuff and you know just just thinking about life and work and what i got to do and all that like i'm not alone there i know that Uh, but to my earlier point there's been a little more of that staying awake stuff than i would prefer and this goes back uh this is consistent i guess in my life it comes and goes in waves and it's been a little more persistent recently so that's a sign for real about um things changing or potentially changing. And uh, I think you know, we have a responsibility as, as to ourselves and to the people that we love to deal with that stuff. Um, at least that's the hope, is that you, 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 you'd unpack it. It's like you and I talking about things on this show. We've unpacked some things a little deeper than, a little bit deeper than some of the business stuff. And that's really the, the uh, foundation of um, where I'm at at the moment. Right. So, no, I, I love this idea that, I, I don't know, I, when you say that, it just, it reminds me of, I don't want to, like, call people out in my family specifically, but uh, I guess where, where I'm from in, I basically grew up 30 minutes from Cleveland, very blue-collar area where, I mean, everybody basically works in factories in some capacity or another. And, um, I don't know, people have this, this same thing where a lot of people are unhappy. Maybe this gets us somewhere completely different, but, um, they're unhappy, they're stressed, but they just keep doing what they do every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, to me, that was always a very interesting thing where I'm like, why not just change everything? Why not just flip the table over and start over, quit your job, like get crazy um, I don't know, but maybe that kind of speaks to more of the, uh, the artist in me, the, the romantic in me, I guess. But, um, I don't know. It's, it, it's interesting whenever, um, 
I don't know, we, we do the same things that we, I don't know, causing us stress and anxiety every single day without making a change and hoping that things kind of change. Yeah, just unpacking that alone, like why, why do we continue to do the things that drive us nuts? I'm raising my hand um, right. to say I, I do it. Yeah. And uh, and yet I know in the last several years that I've made a lot of changes and um, and uh, I can't say it's been fun, but I know that it's for the, the, the good of my head and my heart and uh, my marriage, my family that I um, have made some some changes, pursued some better things from for my life, um, made some boundaries, which is a whole nother topic that we could derail on. Not that we're experts on it, but I know that I've done it. Uh, with, you know, uh, listening to good counsel, I've done that, and it's been good. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, of change, and I, I hear you. I, I'm always curious why someone would stay in a pattern for so long. You know, our, our parents, uh, really more mine than yours, I think, Matt, are, are in that generation of you work the same job for 30 years, and that's what you do. Right. That's loyalty. Right. And my dad mm-hmm. still brags about that, about how he, he rarely missed work, rarely called in sick. And, you know, our generation has changed, uh, at least for me as a Gen Xer. You know, right. our generation was kind of like, eh, I guess. Your loyalty, yeah. eh, whatever. I, I do uh, appreciate what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I do respect my dad tremendously. But I, don't, I also don't feel like I have to uh, follow that path. Uh, I, I, it's not that I, I, I'm, I'm trying to disrespect loyalty. It's just that uh, from a career standpoint alone, I've always thought we have the ability to move. And, and I've found, and I talk about, our, we're here to give advice. It can be very lucrative to move in your mm-hmm. career. Uh, that's your, that's your uh, it's your opportunity to negotiate higher pay let alone other opportunities for growth and, and change and all that uh, that can advance your career, which, again, with an end result of, of pay. So I, I'm a fan of, of that. And, again, very much has to do with uh, where I'm at um, today, talking about all this on the podcast. And, and where are you today? Well, I'll tell you where I'm at today, Matt. Uh, let me unpack this if I can. I'll... I'll uh, Try to make this relatively brief because, as folks know, we we don't have a three-hour Joe Rogan podcast. So, um, but first, it goes back to what you said. I believe it was the very first episode that we did when you started talking about goal setting, and I have said consistently on this podcast how much I admire the fact that you goal set, and how much I don't goal set, or at least not more in a in a more structured way like you do. My goal setting is, you know, happens on a bicycle ride. I'm like, oh, I should do this. And then I forget to write it down. Uh, but uh, I, again, I really appreciate that about you. And so one of the things the, that ha- has happened for me in the last uh, few months, actually, and again, this does give, this does go back to, uh, to you and giving you credit for this uh, and, and to other things happening in my life. I've been thinking about where I'm at in terms of goals, what I want to pursue and what matters to me the most. Um, and I came at this from uh, both a spiritual and a vocational um, approach. And so, and for me, they go hand in hand. Um, my work is not just my work. You know, I don't just 
pull a lever and, uh, and output widgets um, right. mindlessly. And no offense to somebody pulling widgets on an assembly line. There's, believe me, there's days I relish the idea of that, <laughs> truly. Yep. Like, let's just, let's just pull a lever, please. It's so much yep, easier um, than wearing six hats. And again, that's kind of the, the, the place, the, 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 the stuff I'm trying to unpack right now. So uh, went back to that, what am I doing? What am I pursuing? Is it working or not? All those kind of big questions. And, and, and so I started uh, with looking at what the business positioning was and, and how that starts to present itself on the site, social, those kind of things. And one of the things I realized I had to do was just revisit it from the ground up. So that was a lot of thinking, a lot of writing, and that's what I, that's what I did. And, and again, I'm not going to break that down into a lot of bullets on this podcast because it would take a ton of time. But right. all, all to say, I did rethink the positioning of Mingus Design. And that positioning comes from where I'm at um, personally, spiritually. It does affect how I look at what I'm doing with the business and what I'm pursuing in the business. They go hand in hand. That's not true for everybody. It's true for me. And so, again, a lot of writing, a lot of thinking. And then the next goal with that was once I got that stuff done, putting that into motion on the website and in some places in, in social media. And so uh, last November, I, I took a trip, revamped the website, and uh, got a lot of work done there. And I uh, was really excited about that because one of the, one of the things I cringe about the most is, is, is a stale website. And mine has been stale for a long time. Uh, the, you know, the shoemaker's children or whatever the, the right? What's the, what? do you know that you one? Say? No, what are you saying? What's the, what's the shoemaker, the, 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 the cobbler's children has no shoes? Oh. Or you, huh. you never work on your own stuff? You've heard this? I've never heard it that way, but that's pretty cool. I like that. I mean, it's not okay. cool, but like... I- Clear. I think I think that's how it's said that the cobbler's uh, children have no the shoe cobbler's children have no shoes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I got that done and I was really excited about it. And it's uh, like all things, it's a it's a work in progress. It's never really finished, and I'm constantly tuning the copy and blah 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 and updating images and and so the other thing that just really tactically I've done uh, with the site is strategically, but tact- tactically too, is when I post something on social media now. My goal is to use that social media to point back to the site because the site is the thing that I own. And this is not me being wise. This is me just gleaning advice from guys like Forefathers Group and Chris Doe and other smart people that say, hey, look, social media is free. You get what you pay for. And someday it's going to go away. So don't put all your eggs in that basket. More importantly, put your time and money and effort into your own URL. So that's I switched gears back in November and said, that's going to be my new goal. I'm going to finally get that done. So I started to pursue that. It doesn't mean that every social post points back to the website, but consistently that's been the play. And to your, to your point, I've started using LinkedIn to that same effort and saying, I'm going to post a teaser type post on LinkedIn. And even though LinkedIn, as you've described, doesn't like outbound links, I don't care. I'm still going to put an outbound link to my website. Right. And uh, I've seen really good increase in traffic there uh, on LinkedIn. And Instagram continues to shoot itself in the foot. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm posting there and, and all that. So all to say, I've made this really concerted effort to update the positioning, update the site, be more strategic about how I use social media and point back to my own website. And then the, th- the third big thing after positioning and then out uh, updating those tactics is realizing I need to get really active, proactive about sales. I've never done it. 
in six plus mm -hmm. years of running Mengus Design. And I've talked about that a little bit on previous episodes, but that's something I knew I had to get serious about. So I started down that effort, starting to, again, a lot of things to unpack there, but you know, pretty basic things. You and I have talked about some of this stuff. Who am I gonna reach out to and say, I wanna work for you, I wanna do projects for you, and be a lot more targeted that way. So that's, that's where uh, I've been for the last few months. Lots of good momentum. Guess what? Work's just drying up. It's been really slow. And uh, a lot of things that, a couple big things that I thought were gonna happen, never happened. And so here we are, this, this trajectory upwards, all this momentum of building up the Mingus Design base and getting ready to you know, put these things out there and putting them out there. Meanwhile, the opposite, where the business is just slowing down little by little. During all of that, backing up again three or four months ago, as I thought about what I wanted to do, where I am in life, spiritually, vocationally, what's the future look like? I started to realize that based on the positioning that I wrote and how that is so spiritually grounded, I realized I want to do more work that is gospel focused. That was it. It was a thought that struck my head and I thought, yep, I believe that. And I want to, I want to figure out what that means in the future. So I started um, thinking about it, praying about it, and that was that. Meanwhile, I had a couple of students when I taught college. Uh, I took a break from ad advertising for a while, taught a couple years of college. Had a couple of those students go off to a company that I really admire uh, called BibleProject.com. And uh, one of the students turned me on to a UX position that they, that they sent out there. And I had a pretty fast answer for that to the guy that he um, connected me with. I said, I don't do UX in the intensity that I used to. Uh, consistently like I used to. So you can definitely find somebody younger, faster, and cheaper for that role. But thank you so much. I love your company. Would love to work for you someday. And, uh, you know, see ya. And then uh, a couple months later, they posted a position for uh, a creative director. And it just lit me up. In a very unexpected moment, I thought, I could do that. I mean, they won't hire me because, I don't know, they just won't. It's an animation studio, but why not? Uh, everything about this company I love from what I knew at the time. And uh, so I, I put in the application. Meanwhile, uh, you know, with, riddled with self-doubt and shame and guilt that us Midwesterners carry around like, like heavy bags right. uh, tied to our ankles, I'm like, well, this, this won't work out, so I got to keep banging away on Mingus Design stuff, which I've done. And again, excited to say I've got things in this really great position. I'm really thrilled with where Mingus Design sits as far as position and moving forward. So um, that's the status. And after three weeks of interviewing with these guys, they made an offer. And I said yes. Nice. Yeah. That's uh um, I, I, I don't know. I felt myself just sitting here like a person in the audience right now, just enjoying that story. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that I was supposed to respond at some point, <laughs> but, um, I just, I don't know, over the whole course of, you know, us, us talking through this podcast, like from the beginning and, you know, we would talk beforehand and, and afterwards quite a bit about like, yeah, here's some of the stuff that's going on. It's, it's so fascinating to me to to just kind of hear where, where things are going now. 
Um, I guess let me let me ask you this: um, Are you are you happy? Are you happy with with all of this? Oh yeah. Um, uh, there's two two ways to answer that, and they're both they're both uh, both true. One is yes, absolutely. I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to work for this company. And the more I learned during the interview process, the more I fell in love with them. They are, there's so much to like there. Uh, and I'll, I'll share a few things quickly. One is that um, they are very focused on the core message uh, of the Bible. And what I mean is they don't give a rip about politics, deviating into oddball side topics. Nope, they stick to the plan. And I love them for that. It's, it aligns with where I'm at. And uh, I really appreciate that. The second thing that I learned is that their founders, uh, Tim and John, have no interest in being celebrities. They are very much at the forefront of the business, and um, yet they have no interest in, in uh, uh, I have to say this carefully, uh, not regarding them, but in regarding other situations in, in uh, recent history where uh, folks in the, in the church scene have um, basically ruined their own churches because uh, they struggle with issues of power and other things. So, right. um, so that's the second thing. And then plus, it's a really well-organized company, remarkably well-run. They're based in Portland. This is a remote position, so I'll work from here, from Columbus, from the Dominguez Design Office. Uh, so that's the uh, long answer to say I'm, I'm thrilled. And yet, like I just said, I'll be standing here in the Dominguez Design Office. So what does that mean? That's kind of weird. And I'm having right. to, you know, get my head around the fact that, as you and I spoke about before we started the episode today, that essentially Mengus design is going to radically change. It has to. There's no question. So let me be really blunt. It's not or clear. It's not going to go away. Uh, I'll continue to, to maintain insurance and, and stay here in the office and work for Bible Project full time. And yet there's this weird sensation to realize this little independent thing that I've grown over six plus years is going to change. And it's strange, especially with all the momentum I've put so much energy behind in the last few months and now right. stops. Really? Yeah. So you're, you're really excited about this opportunity uh, moving forward. I guess I'm, I'm curious, like, how, did, how does all of that make you feel now? Like, um, all the work that you've done over the last seven years of building your company up, I mean, like making this big change now, how does that feel? It's, it's, it's um, strange. You know, like one of the guys from Bible Project asked me, he said, you know, do you, don't you still want to make stuff? Which you go back on my history is exactly why I started Mangus Design. I went from that VP level leadership position in pharma land to realizing I miss making stuff. And so here I am. Mm -hmm. And yet, the again to be really transparent, you know, there's a there's a there's a brutality to wearing six or seven. Ha I know this is a white collar brutality, so bear with me. But I mean, right. the, you know, there's still a, the, there's a, there's a tension and a stress behind wearing all the hats in a small independent company, and there's a tension behind uh, me not being you, Matt. You know, I don't have five employees, and I've never made that work. I've never really pursued that, and it makes me wonder why. I've certainly had the momentum and uh, the interest, but I've never made that work in the last six plus years. So what is that, you know, what's, what's really going on there? These are things I think about. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there's a, it's, it's a little strange um, to, to be in this spot, but to go back to the, the, the question from uh, one of the guys at BP, you know, don't you want to continue making? 
yeah. And the answer is that I will. I'll always be a maker. Yep. And, and uh, to have that, that realization that that doesn't change, even if the, if the venue and how you do it changes, um, that's, that's a very comforting thought. That, that helps me sleep. Right. To realize, you know, the role hasn't changed at its core. And then the other thing that's happening in, with this is that um, the, the job itself is more writing focused. And, and um, that's going to be a, a good challenge for me. Uh, and, of course, the other role there is that it's a creative director position for, um, for the team, for the brand team. And so it's, it's, um, it's back to a return to um, managing people leading people yeah. and guiding people. I hate the word managing people. It sounds like you're right. cracking a whip. Um, yeah, me too. You know, gu- guiding, guiding this small team and, and helping these guys grow. Right. Man, thrilled about that. So, yeah, I, I love this. It's one of my most asked questions now. So, yeah, I mean, since I was a kid, it was always about making and making and making. And I always wanted to have a business at some point. Even, I don't know, I was 14 years old. I said that I wanted to have a business. Um, and um, I, people would, as soon as I started hiring people, they're like, oh, like, you're trying to, like, get out of production? You're trying to get out of, like, doing all the art? I'm like, yeah. They're like, aren't you, like, don't you miss making? And I'm like, I will always make. Like, I have, I'm 100% secure in my ability as a maker and knowing that I will, I'll, one way or another, I will always make. Um what's exciting for me right now with, with having employees is it's a different kind of making altogether. Mm. And it's as boring as it sounds, but like stuff in spreadsheets and organizing, like to me, that's, it's exciting. It's, it's fun to just make in that way. Like, no, I'm not using paints or anything like that, but every so often I'll just, honestly, now I feel like I make more for fun than I do as a job. So if anything, I'm actually a little bit happier. Um, you know, I, having the iPad Pro and <laughs> Procreate, it's just like, you know what? The kids are falling asleep and I'll lay there in bed with them and I'll just draw. And to me, it's like, that's that's what I always hoped it would be when I was a kid. Hmm. Like, I I don't know. I, I was going to save this for like the, the little post-show wrap-up, but my my favorite quote of all time, and I'm sure I've said it on this podcast before because I say it to everyone at least three times, is Alan Watts. He says, you're under no obligation to be the person you were five minutes ago. Mm, great quote. And I just, there, there's certain things where it's not going to mean as much to other people, but for me, that's one of the most meaningful things where it's like, you know what, just because we do a thing right now doesn't mean we can't change that. Like, I tell people this all the time, like, yeah, you know, right now I run an animation company, but if I feel like it five minutes from now, I'm going to run a landscaping company. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably not going to feel like it, but, and people, people would just think it's the craziest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, people are going to say the same thing about <clears throat> this change that you're making. They're like, mm-hmm. whoa, wait, he's giving, giving this up for full-time employment. Like so many people are trying to be, to do this. They're going to they're going to think that you're crazy a little bit. Some people deep down, they're not going to say that probably, but like for me, I love that. I love this, this idea of, you know what, let's shake things up. Let's 
do something that I think I'm going to like. Because right now, this thing just doesn't, you know, I don't know, if you get to a point where you just feel like you're forcing this thing to, to work and, I don't know, maybe you stop enjoying it. I, I'm not going to speak for you here, but, like, it just doesn't feel right. Or maybe we do think the grass is greener on the other side. Hmm. Well, who says we can't just chase the green grass? Like, <laughs> I guess that's, I don't know. Like, I love that expression of the grass is always greener. But I also love, well, go find out. Like, don't yeah. just say, don't just use the saying of the grass is always greener. So as a way to prevent people from chasing something. But like, I don't know, to me, that's part of that journey that, that we're all on that makes that makes life exciting. That's to me, that's that's the most important part is that we are on this sort of journey and we're we're finding things and we change over time and it's OK. And we don't really need to care what anybody else thinks about that you know <laughs> yeah you know how at the beginning you were talking about how we were talking about how people don't change and they just stay in that rut for a long time right the the inverse of that is what i could have done with mangus design which is give it a shot for a year and if it wasn't really panning out like i like dump it right um and that didn't happen you know i, I i'm what i'm getting at is that i'm really satisfied with uh pressing so hard and, and having the success that I've had for six and a half, almost seven years, it'd be seven years in September. Um, I'm, I'm content with this mm -hmm. moment. And, and the Mingus Design brand is actually in this really fun little spot for me, again, with, the, with things being repositioned. Uh, uh, there's really two core things in the positioning to make it very brief. One is that um, the things that I do are uncommon and that's the things that I want to pursue. I don't want to do cookie cutter design, uh, right. no interest. So uh, the, uh, the word uncommon is really important. And then the other thing that's still true is this, uh, this word energy. And so when it comes down to like just a recent post, uh, uh, there were some, did some concrete casts of the Mangus Design logo, Saw that. Um, which sounds like it probably presents itself as really egotistical. But, um, and I probably didn't make this really clear in the post, so shame on me. But what, when, I, when I make stuff out of the logo, it's just about, the, the logo being this little symbol of energy, of lightning. Um, so if somebody wants to wear that on a hat or put it in the room as a, as a little concrete uh, cast, uh, to me it's like, hey, you know, this is a little, a little chunk of energy you can put in your room or wear, wear, it, on, wear it around your skull cap. Um, and that's a fun place for me to, to, to be with the brand, um, is kind of like a little higher level, higher concept kind of thing and less about, you know, doing the actual work. I'm okay with that. Uh, and if people are interested in that, great. And if they're not, that's okay too. Um, yeah. so, um, yeah, I appreciate your encouragement, Matt. It's, um, uh, I'm excited to, to make the transition to this, this group, this team, and, um, all goes back to the original question is how do you, how do you know when it's time to change? I think the simplest way to answer it is you, you do that when your goals take a radical change or at least a different, you know, a significant change, if not radical. And that's right. exactly where I'm at. I realize my goals have changed a bit. And again, I'm not unpacking everything here, but the core goal is that I want to be more proactive with uh, the, the kind of work and the category of work that I'm, that I'm doing. Um, and there's life stuff too. You know, there's, uh, there's some uh, bigger, broader things there in terms of um, opportunities to to grow a team that community aspect 
That's that's important too, and, and I miss that. I just did a speaking engagement with CSCA last month, and uh, it was really it was really fun. We had a good time and, and got some mural people together, and I, I realized how much I, I miss that. That and maybe that's just a, a function of coming out of COVID or trying to come out of COVID to get some people, uh, some live people back in a room and talk about you know making art and making murals. Uh, but anyway, this opportunity is a very direct application full-time of uh, growing a team, nurturing and guiding a team. So I'm really excited about that. You know, I, I think one of the other things I'll say is like, change is healthy. I, I, I think there is, there is something to this idea that of, of loyalty and doing the same things every single day. I mean, like you were saying, your parents, my parents, my, my dad was always like that. My mom, she'll change. She used to change jobs every two or three years. She, she loved things changing hmm. and she, I don't know. She was, she's definitely more of a chaser. Um, and uh, I guess a little bit more of a dreamer, a little bit more of a romantic. And my dad was very much the, nope, I, I will work here forever because that's loyalty. Um, but to me, it's just, maybe it just goes with kind of the, the stuff that we, we do on a day-to-day basis, but there is nothing more inspiring than change. It, it breaks up your routine to a point where you can't even, I don't know, think the same way that you did before. So like moving across the country, which, you know, I, I've done, um, changing jobs, quitting jobs, <laughs> like every single one of those points in my life, every, I try to, uh, this may sound weird. I try to think of my life as as a book, an ongoing book. And I want to recognize whenever I've gone to a new chapter. And I, to me, I didn't realize those chapters existed until after I graduated college. It was like, oh, you know, I took the trolley into school uh, every day and, you know, lived with the same guys. I ate the same thing for breakfast every day. And now my lease is up and now everything has to change. Like, I have to move somewhere. I wasn't going to stay in Pittsburgh. It was like, everything has to change. And that was that was a tough period of time where it's like, going through that one time, it's like, oh my God, like, I don't know what to do. I don't, like, everything is just so different. Like, I can't think the same way anymore. So you're forced to be uncomfortable and you're forced to figure a way out of it. And it might take a while, but to me, that was, I don't know, I guess the experience of going to college, like that was a couple hours away from from home. That was one big one, but it was even bigger for me to graduate college, like, and try to try to figure out all this stuff. Because yeah, I'm trying to move, I'm trying to find a job, trying to just I didn't care where I went in the country at all. Um, But I don't. It it became very clear to me, like on the drive, with all my stuff back home, basically, that I'm like, this is another chapter, and you cannot go back. Hmm. So it's like. It's it's really exciting because in this chapter I can I can choose the characters, I can choose the location, I can choose whatever. And any time that I feel like I have I don't know enough stories with all those things, well I can go to another chapter again. And I guess in my life it's I I don't know maybe seven or eight different chapters, but like <laughs> every single time that I go to a new chapter. It's just, it's so inspiring to me at this point. At first it was scary, but now it's like, oh man, it's just a, it's a blank canvas. And again, I can be whatever I want to be. I can, I can do whatever I want to do. Um, 
And I don't know. I just, I really enjoy that. And to me, it's like, yeah, I, I do what I do right now, but someday everything will be different whether I want it to or not. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You can't control it sometimes, but, um, I don't know. So I, I, I guess I just want to speak to that, that idea of just that change. I guess that's why I'm like super excited for you. I'm like, Ooh, that level of like, just inspiration and change is so much fun and I miss it sometimes, but like, it's not it's, right now for me, it's not time to go to the next chapter. Yeah. I'm in, right. I'm, I'm in this chapter right now. So um, uh, yeah. one of the things I hear you I hear coming out of you that it's been so consistent in our, our friendship over the past several years is you have an enthusiasm. That's a mental thing. Yeah. It's not something that you can take for breakfast. I wish we could, <laughs> dude, I'd be, I'd be overdosed. I'd be. Are we talking about psychedelics up. again? Right. Um, <laughs> but you you have that, and uh, so there, there's a there's a mental aspect to that. There's a mm-hmm. an attitude there that you've embraced, and um, from what you've said earlier in your story, there it wasn't. I I, I never I've never had the impression that uh, I, I know for a fact you're not a trust fund kid. You know you no. know how to work and. Um, you you bring a you bring that enthusiasm enthusiasm to your ability to get the work done put your nose to the grindstone as the old phrase goes and i i really admire that about you so but i think that's important to point out is that this is this is a mindset that you have um and a, a positive mindset towards change and towards the future whatever that holds a lot of people don't have that and it's just mm-hmm. crushing to, to think that there there is there are people out there maybe even hearing this podcast or not but there are people out there that that have lost maybe never had that sense of hope or enthusiasm um, so again that is a right. big can of worms to unpack and yeah. uh, we don't have time for it today You're definitely but, right. um, but I but I my, my hope for those people is that they they can uh, hear something you said earlier which is you get you get to you do get to make some decisions you know somebody's going to hear this podcast and go i've never been able to make those decisions mm-hmm. uh, and we don't know exactly what that scenario is and the, what the story is for everyone there but but my hope for someone hearing this is to say you know what decisions can i make today what one decision can i make today to to affect a positive change in my life like i said the word earlier is that creating a boundary around something that's not healthy for me around something or someone? Uh, is it um, you know, looking at a habit, and maybe putting a boundary around that, or looking at a habit yeah. and going, I've, I'm gonna, the thing I do for two hours a day, whether it's social media, for example, I'm gonna pull that back to an hour, I'm gonna set a timer, whatever it is. But right. what can you do today that starts to move that needle? It's gotta be something. And then I think the other part of that that's really important is, is um, and it's kind of what you and I've done over the, sense, over the course of this podcast is, um, it's kind of an accountability thing. As we talk through these things, mm-hmm. we're, we're, as people have probably guessed, you know, we're, we're often talking this stuff out while we're on the episode. Right. You know, we don't come into this with a formal script. And nope. so that's, I hope, part of the, the organic beauty of the thing is like we're just having a conversation between a couple of guys who've run creative businesses for a long time. So um, yeah. all to say that for people listening to this, I, my hope is that they can reach out to somebody and say, I need to have a conversation about this because I'm not totally sure where to go with it or how to pursue it. Um, yeah. That's, that's definitely another good point here is that, 
when you do think that maybe it's time to make a change, it's also important to have the right support around you. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's, it's really scary uh, at, at first to, to make big changes. So like I said with my dad, he had the same job for 30 years. Well, the last five years that he was working at the company he was working at, I kept telling him, I'm like, you know, you know you're not happy doing this. Why don't mm. you do this other thing? Like, let's build some products. Like, we can, I can design things and you can build them. And I kept, like, trying to, to get him in that direction. He was like, just, he was already exhausted after he got done with work. And so he's like, I don't, I don't know, maybe. Um, but he never really took it that serious. And then whenever he he lo- he lost his job basically the company sold and it sold to a holding company that their whole mission is to reduce spending they want to reduce the expenses increase income and then they want to sell it it at, from a people perspective it's not such a happy thing what they do you know they i can get into that for a long time but it's really easy to be very angry at these people i'll just say that mm. and um you know, especially when we talk about that loyalty, when someone gives 30 years of their time and then all of a sudden they're let go and just told, you know, seven years before retirement, they're like, go, good luck. Um, anyway, I won't go there. But anyway, it's for, for my dad, it was never a really sad thing. For my mom, my brother, my sister, I think that they were all really worried. And whenever, I don't know, I guess... I don't know. I'll speak to this idea of like, I, I am most definitely optimistic about things. I guess speaking to what you were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. I do have an optimistic point of view on things. I am just like my mom. I'm a romantic about things. I try to see the best in every situation. That's something that I was born with. That's not something that I, that I learned. So I can't really speak to that too much. Um, but for my dad, I was like, I need to be that support person for him that he doesn't he's not going to get from everybody else because everybody else was like, well, you just, you need to try to get your job back or you need to just try to get another job doing what you were. And like, whenever I like saw him for the first time after that, I'm like, this is exciting. <laughs> like you get to do whatever you want. Like, do you see this opportunity? And like, I could see like over like a few weeks, his mood changing of like, Oh, you know what? He's right. Like I've worked 30 years for a company. I've done this thing that I didn't even like to do, not even once. Uh, I did it for my family, but now I have this opportunity where he still has some energy to, to do something. Um, and I was like, let's go. Like, I'm going to help. Like, I want, I, I want to see you succeed in this thing. Like it might not take off, might not be this huge, like best-selling product kind of thing, but it's like, wouldn't it be fun to try at least? Like, I know you'd have fun trying. So but you Long brought some, short. you brought, yeah, you brought enthusiasm to it and and uh, encouragement, right? And uh, that those are powerful things. the The other reality is that people can choose to accept it or reject it, and they that's can. not that's not your responsibility. Your dad could have said, "Yeah, that's great, Matt," but you know, right. uh, that's not going to happen. Um, and that, again, that's his call; it's his free will. Um, but right. I, but the positive side of that is uh, of your positivity is just that you were willing to say, hey, you know what? I see something that's possibly really cool about this. What do you think? And uh, it's it's great mm-hmm. that your dad did embrace that this, you know, to some level. Right. Yeah. And I, I guess just overall, just saying there's people out there that will support you in whatever you 
are trying to do, whether this is a personal change or a career change, any kind of change that you, you want to go to, it, your family will be scared. It's really that simple because while it might be a new chapter for you, maybe they're still in a different chapter, right? And they're like, oh, no, like now this is going to change how I have to do things. Like they're kind of forced into a chapter change. I'm getting really into this whole analogy of books here. But <laughs> um, so it's hard. It was really hard, like I said, for my mom to just be okay with the idea of like, no, you know what? Let's just let's flip the whole thing over, you know? Mm. Um, and um, I don't know. So it's I, again, it, it might not be the people that are closest to you, unfortunately, because they're scared. It doesn't mean that they don't support you. It just means that they're scared. Yeah. And I, I've just seen that a lot. So I think if you are considering some kind of change of, of any sort, find the support. There's there's so many people out there. I mean, it's why we have things like AA, right? It's to provide support to people that they can't get that support from other people in their in their lives, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes a, a, a person outside of your family zone or your, your immediate right. known friends can be that person who gives objectivity to the conversation right that's really important they can say okay i hear all this stuff but uh i'm not buying it can i be honest i that doesn't make sense and here's why you know thoughts you man you need that i need that all the time yeah but i guess i'd say this i think it's important you know as a support person i think it's important to anytime anytime that somebody comes to me with something like that I'm like, well, what does everybody else say? I'm like, great, I'll play the other part <laughs> because I, you know, I'm hoping that you hear it from both sides. Um, but it's ultimately up to you whether you choose to take that advice or not. You could, you can do something that's crazy. You can, you can quit a job where you're making 150 thousand a year. You can quit it, and you can choose to be. I don't know, a, a hairstylist just for bald people, like <laughs> whatever you want to be. Um, like we have that ability. We have that. We have this ability to make mistakes and mistakes are fine too. Um, sometimes we just need to figure things out for ourselves. And I guess that's, that's my general thought on it is find your support people, talk to everybody, but ultimately make the decision that you want to make. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think uh, what's really key there is, get a and i think you're saying this too is it reach reach out a, a little wider than you might expect especially for the big decisions and in in reaching wider what i mean is again just to be really in the in the weeds on this um get ask for feedback that might not agree with where you you know like you said right. what's everybody else saying right get some get some broader feedback and uh, and I hear you. I agree with you. You know, ultimately, it's your decision to make. But but the 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 gap between getting broad feedback and making that decision is: Are you really willing to consider the things that you've heard, all of it, and weigh right. the pros and cons of that thing? Again, it goes back to something I've mentioned multiple times in this in this in our right. podcast, which is we all think we have to have fast answers. And when you're talking about big decisions, and this is a this is the case for me, this was. Um, as I said, when the job offer appeared, I lit up because I thought, yes, I would love to work for these guys. So that was a very fast, yes, I'm going to apply for this. 
and yet the the ability to light up fast and, and and jump at that opportunity to just start applying was really the result of a long play, a long a long series of events over over years, really, if not you know several months uh, leading up to it. So, um, and I you know, I did seek counsel. Um, you know I asked some people that I trust and said, you know, am I crazy? Like you said earlier. Um, yeah. So no one said I was crazy. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think the other thing that I'd say there is I, kind of what you were talking about. I, I think it's real easy for people to seek this sort of confirmation bias, right? Where we have already made a decision in our head and we just mm-hmm. look for people to confirm these things that we're already thinking. I think it's important to understand that that's a human trait and it's comfortable for us and it's just what we're always going to do. So it's, that's, it's important, that's the to, word. Yep. It's important to acknowledge that is going to be how you see things, right? Mm-hmm. That no matter where you are kind of balanced on that, you just need to try as hard as you can anyway to have an open mind to listen to other people and to some of their thoughts and to take the time to reflect on those things. Yeah, definitely a longer conversation. But uh, it's it's fun to start to unpack and at least start people thinking about right. it, including ourselves. Right. Yeah. Closing so, closing uh, thoughts, Matt. What yeah, do you let's think? Do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm. Well, how do I say this? Everything that that you've you've done over the last seven years, the the inspiration that you provide to to me and to other people, um makes you the kind of person that we love to follow your story and to see where you go. And everybody obviously wants the very best for you, right? Now it sounds like this intervention or something. <laughs> but like, Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I guess that's all I want to say is just like, uh, I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I'm really happy for you. And just uh, starting something new. Like I said, I'm, I'm a little bit of a romantic about these things. So I'm excited about just how things are going to change for you and just kind of where you go next i guess thanks man i appreciate it very much yeah um i guess i don't have any you know radical closing thoughts more than what we've already said except um i'm excited and uh i i i i hope that if anybody's hearing this and and thinking about a major change that uh, they they really are able to consider the things that we've talked about and i hope it's helpful for sure all right so like i said at the beginning uh we're gonna take a couple weeks off um, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll let you know. We'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. The Command Z Show is Matt Vojak and Dylan Mingus. Have a question you want us to discuss? Send us a message at cmdz.show. And while you're at it, we'd love a quick review on the podcast platform of your choice. Thanks for listening.